Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, sports fans? My name is Jake Azuski. You can call me Jake Iggy or Iggy for short. This is Iggy's Sports Talk. And you are on the second hour of Iggy's Sports Talk radio show. And I have a very special guest with me named Brandon McGee, who is a former NFL player and MLB player and is now currently an actor, producer, and on-air talent. So how you doing, Brandon? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. This is big time. Absolutely. I really appreciate you coming on. So I was curious. I want to start off. How has your 2020 been treating you? Uh, I mean, with all the wild stuff going on in the world, I must say I'm I'm very blessed to be here, and I'm still smiling, getting stuff done on my project in, and you know, life is good, just chilling. Good to hear, my man. I I mean, it's definitely been a lot of different circumstances for a lot of different people, but as we see behind you, I I actually read an article earlier today about about how talented you are with your drawing, and and all those drawings were done by you. So I I, I was curious. Did, yeah, let's let's show you around. <laughs> it was my favorite one. This is probably this guy. That's awesome! Wow. How long did that take you? Uh, probably takes me like hour and a half, two hours for each character. Wow, that yeah. that's that's super impressive. So, did you do a lot of drawing during quarantine? Uh, somewhat. I mostly somewhat. just worked on my projects, but everything behind me, I started doing when I moved out to LA, and I was. Dealing with anxiety of what to do next with my life and career. And Makes sense. Ain't on my wall. Like, forget it. I'm just going to do what I want to do. There you go. That's that's all you got to do, man. Exactly. That, especially for myself in college. Like, I, I anxiety is all over me all the time. So, just got <laughs> just got to do your thing. Just not clear out the haters and just do what you love. Exactly. And yeah. so, like, what, what what's the temperature right now in L.A.? Because right now it's like 35 degrees and snowing in Plymouth. Man, it's like, <laughs> i say 78, almost 80. And then the next few days it's about to get real cold in, like, the 60s. But it's L.A., man. It don't get below 30 and whatnot. That's crazy. That's East Coast. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I, I posted a, uh, funny enough, I, I posted a uh, Snapchat story of me walking through the snow. I'm like, what is going on right now? I'm like, it's October. And all these people <laughs> swiped up and they're like, Bro, it's November 1st. And I'm like, all right, get out of here. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. So I had to ask you, um, because it's it's crazy to actually be able to talk to somebody that has been in both the NFL and the MLB. But I, I want to start off with, with you growing up. You, you know, I, I did a little bit of research um, over the past few days, and it's crazy to see how, um, you know, how successful you were early in your playing career with both yeah. with both sports so did, did you have tough time you know juggling both of those sports and figuring out what you wanted to focus on more and that sort of stuff man interesting i mean growing up i only played baseball and then i got to high school and i started playing football and baseball and i fell in love with it i was playing with all my boys growing up and then i got what drafted by the tampa bay rays at a high school i was about 17 mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, I'm about to go to Arizona State, play both sports with my friends, and, you know, grow as a person more. And then I got to college, and then I got drafted by the Oakland A's, and I was going to sign, but I didn't because I tore my Achilles. I oh, tore my left Achilles during uh, summer training camp, so I couldn't sign. And when I got drafted by Boston, I didn't even play that whole baseball season. I wasn't even on the baseball team. And That's crazy. I, was, I didn't even know it was draft day. 
tell you the truth. <laughs> and they called me and they said, are you interested in playing both sports? I said, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, okay, we're going to make you a two-sport contract. And I can't go into terms with it. But, yeah, they allowed me to play both sports. And I reported after the first NFL season. So I finished my senior year at Arizona State. And then I played both in the NFL and minor leagues for two in the NFL and then three minors or something like that. Yeah. That's crazy, and, and it's all. It was also really cool to read that you also had a double minor, or double major, excuse me, yeah, at ASU yeah. as well. So, how were you able to juggle all those things? <laughs> man, it was it was pretty hectic. But when you have a goal, man, and you just stay into it, and every single day you wake up, you just get after it. Mm-hmm. That's all I did. And when you look at it, when you play two sports, I never had a break. So from freshman year in high school, that's four years, and then four more years. In college, still no break in between. So that's eight years in a row. And then I played professionally with still no break, dealing with injuries and surgeries and stuff like that. And then I was done. My body was just, it was tore up. It was tore up, man. And so I got to ask you, because I've played baseball my entire life. I never played football. So obviously, during the winter, that's, that's when you're preparing for the baseball season. So... How did, how did you, like, did, did you have certain times when you were focusing on baseball, certain times when you were focusing on football? Because obviously, like, the body types are, are much, much different. Yeah. So I would go right at the end of the season. Well, teams I was on never made the playoffs. So right, right at the end of that season, even towards the last game, so to speak, if I wasn't banged up, I'd start hitting in the batting cages. Like, I'll find a batting cage locally in Cleveland <laughs> or in uh, Tampa, start hitting. And then I'll fly immediately back to Arizona, do my rehab, lose about 10 to 15 pounds so I can move better playing baseball. And then I would go straight to spring training. And once, like, deep mandatory OTAs started, I'd have to go back. Mm-hmm. So I never fully had, like, a full minor league season to really give it a shot. And then when I did, I got injured, and that was it. So <laughs> that that's all. I mean, that's obviously the worst when 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 you get injured, and that's that's it. But I mean, it it was it was crazy to see. You know, just doing my research. I mean, right after you ended your NFL career with the Buccaneers, you started that same month with the Red Sox, which which I think which I think is so cool. It was the very next day. Very next day. Wow. Very next day. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I wish I could tell the real story here. I mean, you can find some online that get close, but everybody in the media was completely wrong. Uh, I didn't ditch football for baseball. I was already going to go to spring training the very next day. It's just the way it happened upstairs. And next thing you know, I'm on the road. and I'm getting called by the media, and they're starting their own little thing. I show up to spring training, and, yeah, it was just crazy. It was the very next day. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> And so, and so you alluded to this a little bit earlier about how many times you got drafted. Like, like you said, you got drafted by the Rays, then you got drafted as well by the A's, and then you ultimately got drafted by the Red Sox. So during those different times, uh, was, it, was it tough for you to, like, figure out if you wanted to fully go towards baseball? Or did you have an inkling in the back of your mind, maybe football could work out too? Man, uh, I'll, to be completely honest, baseball is always my first love. Right, So I always had it in my mind, okay, what could happen if I just played baseball? But when I hit the football field, it was just so much excitement and thrill of being out there with you guys and grinding it out and life lessons and 
I don't know, man. I just could not give it up. And I had a couple of mentors that would tell me, you might want to lean towards baseball. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to ride this thing out. I'm going to give it 100 in both sports and see what happens. So no regrets. Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, m- mine as well is try and do both if, if you can. I mean, there's only a select few. I, I, to, to, my, to my knowledge, I know Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, and yourself. Can you think of anybody else? I, I, I really don't know. There's, there's some guys that, that has played both. Like mm-hmm. uh, like Russell showed up a few times. Oh yeah, uh, Ebo, and there's another guy. Uh, I think he went to Nebraska or something. But the, but when it comes to playing, like at the same time, I was the last guy, and I don't think it's gonna happen again. Honestly, like you're playing back to back same year, you're playing both. I don't, I don't know if they're gonna allow that anymore. I don't I, I don't think so. I mean I. I Thought it could have happened with Kyler Murray. He, if if he signed, yeah. think about if he got drafted from the Ra- by the Raiders. Well, it wouldn't work out with Oakland now. Now that they're in Las Vegas, but you know what I mean. If he played for the A's and then went to, then then he went to the Raiders. That that would be crazy. I was I was close to pulling something like that off. Really? I can't. I can't. I mean, you can put two issues together, but it was very close. Wow, that's crazy. And they're right next to each other. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yep. and, and and so like. Kind of like what you brought up is that you literally went from the Buccaneers and then and then uh, to spring training. So like when you were going back and forth between the two leagues, I mean, you were in the prestigious NFL and then you went right down to the minor league. So was it kind of like a shock to you of of like I'm I'm, I'm trying to find the best word, but but like I mean, the minor leagues are, are isn't anything glamorous. I'm telling you, you went to those charter planes with unlimited food to the bus rides with you guys in that gas stations. And if I was to be completely honest, I had more joy and fun riding buses. Really? And being with the guys and just grinding it out. I, I, I loved it. And you hear guys complain about it all the time, but man, that was that was probably the highlight of my career. Doing those bus rides day in, day out, playing some baseball, that, that brought me a lot of joy. Yep. That's awesome, and and you played for the Lowell Spinners, and I, I, I saw when you turned around, you you got a Red Sox hat on, and I got put full disclosure, you can see it right here in my uh, in my water bottle. I'm I'm like I'm like the Jimmy Fallon character in Fever Pitch, like seriously. I, I the Red Sox are my entire life, and it it, it it must have been pretty cool, obviously, to get drafted by them, and and. and also, to even tell the story that like you you didn't even know that that was draft day. Didn't even know, man. I was just cooking omelets, and all of a sudden I get a call, and they're like, "Hey, we're about to take you in this round. It's the Red Sox." You know, I'm like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> cool, man." That was pretty much it. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. That's awesome, man. And so, going going when you went into the NFL, when did you start receiving offers? Was it sort of after? Um, after you left ASU or was it during ASU? Did, did you sort of kind of think that you were going to be able to do both? Well, I got, I went straight to Dallas, uh, right after I finished playing football, uh, at Arizona state, I went undrafted and I went straight to Dallas. Uh, what happened next? I played like three preseason games, had a concussion, missed two preseason games and then got picked up by Cleveland, spent the whole season with Cleveland. So I already knew I was going to play in the NFL. It was just a matter of the team was going to allow me to play because they never believed my focus was truly on football. So there was a lot of confidence, which is why I kept jumping. Yeah. 
Well, because like, because like when I was doing the research, I, I like looked and it said you compiled sixteen tackles in three ex- exhibition games. I'm like, they cut them? Yeah, like what? Was that with Dallas? Is that the Dallas? That's what it was with Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, I was leading the NFL. <laughs> I was leading the NFL in tackles. Oh yeah, my and god. Solo tackles, and yep, get a concussion, miss <laughs> two games, and that's how it goes. Yep. And so I gotta ask you, going from Dallas and then going to Cleveland. What kind of difference was that? <laughs> you know. I know. Everyone, everyone listening knows. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed my time in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We tried to build something there. 100%. We had some great players. It was some exciting times. I learned a lot as a rookie. So no hard feelings for Cleveland. That's a game, man. Their fan base is, is legit. A1. Shoot, man. It was a Yeah, I, I mean, I had to ask you because, I mean, I, I was a big advocate of the Cleveland Browns. Let me think back uh, 2015 before 20 around 2016 or something like that. I, I, I was the guy, I was the guy that was telling my friends, wait, they, they have all these draft picks just piled up. They have all this money just piled up, just wait. And then obviously last year <laughs> I decided to pick Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry over Patrick Mahomes and got very cocky in my fantasy team. And that did not work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get together and see the Buccaneers turn it around. They're excited to watch. Yeah, don't they? They are they are excited to watch. Um, but I don't I don't like the guy under center too too much right now. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> it's every single time I watch the TV and and he's in that red jersey. I always say it. I'm like, you know, I hate Wait, it. Hey, jerseys last night though were sweet. They were really sweet. What do you think about last game? That, that that last night was crazy. It was crazy, and that was a close. That was really close to being passing interference. But luckily the ball hit the dude's arm, so that was cool. Yeah, 100%. That was a great game. I mean, so like a lot of people tonight or, or today are, are saying that the pass interference completely changed the outcome of the entire game and that if they got that two-point conversion, everything would have changed. But what about the Danny Dimes, like two picks, the, the fumble, the you know? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was crazy. They had some opportunities. They kind of blew it. But yeah, Brady was dropping Dimes. Dimes. I completely agree with you. It, it was it was funny too because my my uh, one of my good friends uh, is is a big Giants fan, so he was obviously hype about what was going on. And and he points, he's like, "Look, Giants are Brady's kryptonite. They're Brady's kryptonite." I'm like, "All right, get out of here." <laughs> I'm like, "Listen, he's not in the Pats anymore." <laughs> and so I had to ask you. Um, so you went to the Buccaneers, and they they were your last team. And as you said, you went the next day. To, to spring training with the Red Sox. And so after that last day with the Buccaneers, did you kind of know that it was the end of your NFL career? Or no, how did it, you kind of know? Wasn't, it was actually it was a combination of things, but it was part my choice. So literally, I can tell the story without telling the team. I was like in uh, Buffalo. I had a game at nighttime. I get a call from my agent. He said, you have a workout for this team. You had to hit the road and be there by the afternoon. It was an NFL team. So, literally, I played a minor league baseball game, drove, like, five hours to go work out for this team, and the team said, we don't want you to continue to play baseball. And I said, well, I play in the offseason. I'm not doing anything wrong, so I'm not going to stop playing baseball. Right. So, I, that was me saying no. And that was my last opportunity right there. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's it. That's interesting because I, I mean, I bet you had a lot of those conversations throughout your career in both leagues. Mm-hmm. 
And and sort of how did you go about that? Sort of like the same exact thing? Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just going to keep on doing exactly what I want to do? I was doing absolutely nothing wrong. Exactly. And if, if the guy could play two sports, like Kyler Martin, let him play two sports. I mean, but he's a franchise quarterback. It's a little different when I'm a linebacker, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have the ability to play two, man, play two. Play two. Exactly. Exactly. You only you you only have one life. Everybody has limited seconds in the, in this journey, so might as well as take advantage. That's it. But it comes down to you know money and you, you yeah. know how it goes. Yeah, one hundred percent. Getting hurt out there, but it's all good. Yeah, exactly. And so you and so you played a few more seasons with the Red Sox, and and I was curious, like, was it something similar with with your NFL career? Sort of the decision that I've I've played an, enough professionally in sports and I want to try to try to do something new or what was it nope. kind of something different so with baseball I went and I was totally done with football right so I, I showed up to spring training I'm just a full baseball player now and literally I, no one even knows this happened but literally I woke up one morning at like 6 a.m. to be early for spring training and I stood up and all of a sudden my back goes out so next thing you know I'm just laying on the floor I can't move and that was the start of a terrible back problem. Wow. That ended my, I, that's why I stayed in spring training, and I stayed in uh, what's it, extended spring training because I was rehabbing, and I could not get healthy. And I tried to get healthy for like a year and a half, two years, to possibly come back and play baseball, and then it wasn't. It just wasn't. It wasn't worth it because I found out that life after the game was really enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, and and. I, I, uh, during my research, I, you, you hit the ground r- running. What did you yeah. do right at, right after, right after you graduated for your, uh, post career endeavors? So I went straight to, uh, what was it? What was it? NBC, NBC, um, uh, Phoenix. And I started doing things for them and some broadcasting. Then I went to the broadcast NFL boot camp, the NFL films out there. At, I think New Jersey, mm-hmm. that was great. And then from there, I did some good morning football stuff. And then all of a sudden, I went to a movie theater while I was living in Arizona, and I saw a Dwayne Johnson movie. You know, he's doing all this crazy stuff and hanging off of buildings. And I said, you know what? If Dwayne Johnson can be an actor, I can be an actor. So I moved out to L.A. literally like the next month, and I took acting classes for like a year straight, was doing some commercials here and there, and then I went to this thing called Arizona State Film Spark, to become like a producer, director, writer, and stuff like that. And I pitched this idea, and that idea started my whole career. Started That's crazy. My whole Hollywood career. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yep. That, that must have been pretty cool to obviously have that sort of experience to get from a place where you kind of were like in your athletic career, where, where like you don't know anything and people have to teach you, and just being able to work back up sort of like you did in your professional career as well. Yeah, and none of that NFL, baseball, you know, college, none of that helps me in Hollywood. None of that. <laughs> you go to Hollywood, bro, you, they don't care. What can you do for them right now? Right. That was the hardest to realize, yeah. That's none awesome. Of that even mattered. Nope. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Because I, because I, I bet you, you must have been like, uh, obviously not cocky about it, but, but, you're, but like after like a month or so that that you were like working with people, you're like, how do, how do people not at least, kind of know who I am. Like what? Yeah. But as you can see, I don't have a big social media presence. 
I'm not big on stuff like that, and I just kind of chill. Even when I was playing, I wasn't really mm-hmm. out there. So I wasn't expecting people to know me, know me like that. Right. But I, I would assume that it would kind of help me in Hollywood, but it just didn't. It just didn't. That's interesting. <laughs> And I uh, I read this cool quote that that I, I really liked um, that you said it's it's not only speak things into existence by legit call my shot everything I do I call my shot in in the very beginning and so that's kind of like what, what you did uh, with your acting career and and it's yeah. crazy how you how successful you were able to make it in just like a snap of a finger but also through yeah. a lot of hard work yeah and I called my shot with that too and it's to the point where I I wish I can tell you what I have going on but legally I'm not able to. And your your check back in on my Instagram or something, you're gonna see it on there. You're gonna be like, Oh my gosh. That's how big it is. Damn, I'm excited, man. And and so like lastly, obviously you just you just said that that you can't explain any of the top secret stuff, but is there anything else that you that you're working on right now and that's in the works that, that we can have people looking forward to? Yeah, that project I'm talking about. Perfect. <laughs> I got one that's gonna, that should be announced. Any time now, I'll say within the next couple of weeks, and then I have two more that I'm gearing up for, and then I have like a whole huge thing I'm about to drop after that. That's awesome, man. And and I I gotta ask you because because uh, because I've I've watched a lot of YouTube throughout my life, and and you know just just people making those those sort of kind of announcements, and and it must be sort of tough for you to like not not really be able to like tell people about this sort of stuff and and everything like that, and 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 so like. Do you, do you have, is it sort of like a legal team? Is it, is it sort of like management sort of dictating? Because, like, I, I always think in my head, especially with, like, music artists as well, I'm like, why don't you just drop it? But, like, obviously it's, like, the label, the legal team, management. And and so, like, obviously I got to ask you, like, is, is it pretty hard just, just like, waiting or, or can you just not wait for to see the reaction? It's really hard. And it comes down to the contracts. It's like a fat paragraph in there. <laughs> that makes sense. What you can say and what you can't until a certain time period. So, honestly, I, I kind of drop hints here and there, like to tease at what's coming, but not right. going too far. Absolutely. Cool. But yeah, I mean, people can wait. The mo- the longer people wait, the more people think I'm broke. So if you think I'm broke, yeah, it ask me for nothing. So it's been great. It's been a very peaceful time. <laughs> exactly, and. You know, I, I, Brandon, I'm really excited to see what your 2021 looks like, especially even uh, later in in 2020 as well. Um, and I, I really do appreciate you taking the time to not only talk to me about your your experience playing professionally, but also just your journey throughout life. I, I, th- I think it's I think it's really interesting, sort of like what you said. I call my shot. I manifest things into my life through hard work and determination. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. You're doing great things, dog. Absolutely. You're a real pro. You're going to be something big time. I can already tell. I really appreciate that, Brandon. And and for everybody that's watching right now, go over to his Instagram. It's bmcgee53 and wait for this big announcement in the next few months. It's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right. You. Well, I'm supposed to be coaching my son's Little League game. Your son? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.